Hi, Anna. Hi, nice to see you. Please have a seat. Have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. All right, well, we have to call Timothy Simons in a second because, well, you know what happened. I know, and I feel like I really want to blame you, but I can't. Oh, thank you for not blaming me. Dear listeners, what happened was uh, we recorded an amazing episode with Timothy Simons, and the SD card in our recorder was got corrupted or corrupt or however you print it. What do you say? It was a, cor- a corrupted card. We suspect it was the Russians. Yes, the Russians were behind our corrupted <laughs> card. So we lost... They're good, though, man. They're good. And they clearly have good taste. (laughs) Uh, So we lost the first half of our episode with uh, one of the stars of Veep, Timothy Simons, who is just... uh, Who is amazing. And it's it's, it's sad. But I I am grateful that this has only happened to us once. But the good news is we only lost the first half. We kept... For some reason, it saved um, all the calls afterwards. My head itches a little bit. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. I just got my hair done. Your hair you, looks great. As you witnessed. And sometimes it makes my head itch for a while. Aw. That's the price of that's the price of the peroxide. <laughs> the peroxide price. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. It just itches. So if okay. you see me scratching my head, hopefully I don't have lice. Have you ever had lice? I think when I was a kid, yeah. You did? Uh-huh. I think everyone in my school had lice. Really? Yeah. It was an epidemic. Oh, it was an epidemic. It was it was terrible. I hated that. The Long um, Island lice. Anyways, we do have to call Timothy, yes. but before we call him, yeah. um, I do want to say, well, we have a, we have a message for our listeners, something that we needed to share with them for a while, which is exciting. Which it's is really very exciting. exciting. Thanks to you guys um, and your loyal listenership, and we've been able to build our audience through you guys. Um, we are at a point now where. We are able to take on some sponsors, and uh, we're able we're going to be able to pay our our hardworking staff. They've been working tirelessly and to bring Sim, bring you guys hopefully, content. My secret hope too is if we make some revenue off of this this podcast that I love so much that Sim will uh, be able to afford a wedding. <laughs> and, and everyone's invited. <laughs> everyone's invited. <laughs> All the listeners are invited. Um, um, but yeah, no. The, but here's the thing. The truth is. Uh, it's it's not going to change the show at all. It's gonna we're not going to take on that many ads, and we're only going to work It'll with be, we're only going to work with people, people that sponsors really that we really in. believe in. Yeah. So um, so be patient with us as we're continuing to grow, and uh, we love you guys, and um, and we're just looking forward to an awesome uh, year of podcasting. Um, you know what we can do right now? This could be like a it's not really an ad. We do we do have to promote a couple of things that are happening right now for us, which is exciting. Right. Um, the first thing is our next live show, which is a big one. Do you know I worked at an ad agency? I know that was your that was your first job, wasn't it? No, it was not my first job. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to put my ad hat on when I was a receptionist. <laughs> Well, that's great. Then this way, when we do our host read um, reads, they'll be exciting it was and funny. Kind of one, my most favorite job. You're going to be really good at this. Dear listeners, oh, you're going to be in for a treat. You know what? Don't fast forward through the ads. Don't push that 15 it's second true. fast forward I, I, button. I because, guarantee I'll yeah. piss off some, off some sponsors <laughs> along the way. Hey, well, they'll last maybe an episode or two and they'll yeah. hopefully and they'll find somebody else. Uh. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, but we have yes, a couple of things promoting. coming up. June 4th is our next live show. It is at Colossal Clusterfest, which is brought to you by... Comedy Central and Superfly Events. Um, I guess this is going to be San Francisco. San Francisco. This is going to be like I guess they're kind of billing this as the Coachella of comedy. Um, I don't know. Sweet. It's going to be crazy. But we there's some great lineup. Bring your feathers. (laughs) (laughs) Those Coachella girls are always fucking hot. Coachella style is hot. The feathers and yeah, just the whole like yeah, the the cowboy hat. Yeah, don't you think? Anyway, we should do a um, live show from Coachella. That would be amazing. Would you want to do that? Sure. Huh? Yeah. Want a mister? We can get some music acts on the show. Uh, finally, you, you and I will be sweating. Um, okay, but but wait, we are June. 4th. Yeah, it's June fourth, Sunday, June fourth. Um, but the whole festival is going to be amazing. I think Jerry Seinfeld is performing. Uh, Sarah Silverman, Bill Burr, uh, Kevin Hart, Ice Cube. It's going to be an insane, insane lineup. 
and we're going to be doing a live version of our podcast. And we also have a very special guest. I'm Do you want so to announce? Do you want to excited. announce our special yes. guest? Yes, Hannibal Burris has. Um, oh my God, has is going to be our guest for the live show. I'm so fucking excited. One of our dream and guests for a long yeah, time. I, I'm intimidated. It's going to be amazing. Thrilled. Everything um, that comes out of his mouth is, is absolutely. Just, I know. I know. So that should be a lot of fun. Individual tickets are on sale right now at clusterfest.com. Please buy one. One other announcement. I have a book. And has a the book. book is thanks to you guys, truly. Um, it's coming out October 24th. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's called Anna Ferris is Unqualified or just Unqualified. Um, I should probably know that part before I really start <laughs> talking about it. But it's it's Unqualified. Um, and really, it's, it's this project is a culmination of, of kind of what I've learned by working on this podcast, my life. Um, it's a memoir and it's an advice book. And we also have, uh, some amazing submissions by our, uh, by you guys in, included in the book. So I have you guys to thank, uh, forever and ever for, um, for helping me kind of find my voice with this. The book and is awesome. Thanks. It's um, great. And, yeah. And, uh, it really, it, I had been wanting to write a book for a long time, but I had no idea what to write about. My life seemed <laughs> abnormal but kind of boring and i'm 40 and it's like well what do i what who's gonna want to read a book about i don't know scary movie three doing the podcast though really helped me sort of frame the idea that we we all have we all have these very similar relationship problems they're universally relatable um and uh in the book i i hope you know I, i really address a lot of my experiences and how they've formed my ridiculous opinions on everything and it's really, really funny. Thanks, Sim. And your husband wrote the foreword, which yes. is also hysterical. Yeah. Uh, so that book comes out October 24th. You can pre-order on iBooks, Amazon, and anywhere else, I guess, books are sold. Yes. Um, and I'm signing a bunch of copies of it. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you did. A I lot. <laughs> you told me you are going to be signing a lot. I know. And I have the worst signature. I, I have don't a think really I know childish what your... signature. Can you sign your paper right there? I want to see what it is. I don't think I remember. It's really childish. My mom's always complaining about it. That's not bad. It's bad. I modeled my signature after Jose Canseco because I was I was obsessed with him as a kid. Yeah, all right. Let's take a look. See, I think mine indicates a total lack of caring. This is completely slanted. The way Jose Canseco wrote his name was completely That's slanted. That's good, and you did it really fast. You look like a man of importance, Sim Sarna. <laughs> Um, so, okay, we're going to call... We're going to call Timothy right now. Okay. All right. Timothy's waiting for us. And Veep is in its fifth season, I think, right? It's so good. Hello. Timothy, it's Anna. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi, Timothy. I am so sorry that we're... And thank you so much for taking time out to do this, to say hi to us. I'm so sorry about our technical problem and it's only happened. No problem. <laughs> I, but you're when I just had the best time with you. Uh, you're so fucking wonderful, and uh, and thank you for for coming back to say hi to us. Where are you now? Are you at home? No, I'm in New York. What are you doing there? I'm doing the Colbert Show tomorrow. Nice. Wow. I don't know why yeah. I, I envision you in a large bathtub in a hotel. Are you in a large bathtub in a hotel? You know, there isn't, I, there is not a large bathtub here, but that, that general sense is what I've been doing. There is no large bathtub, but it, the, the attitude and the feelings that you would associate with that are exactly what I've been doing. Do you like turndown service or do you prefer to not have that? When you're staying in a hotel, uh, I like I like turn down service, but m- most everything that I enjoy, I feel like there has to be a specific purpose behind it. So it's not th- the reason that I like turn down service. I think is because I like the fact that that thing gets put on your bed for your to not get the dirt from your shoes on the bedspread. Yes, yeah. But I like that they I like that they take that away in the evenings because you don't need it during the evenings. So I feel like with everything like that's the reason that I enjoy the service is because something is something of use is being used 
in the manner in which it was designed. <laughs> Does that? <laughs> like nothing gives me more joy than that to see something being used for its express purpose and and just being done correctly. I love that. So, do you like being in London? Because I, I was just in London and, you know, I drink a lot of tea and they always put a little spoon, a tiny little spoon. It's so civilized. Um, and they always give me sugar, even though I don't use sugar. But anyway, mm-hmm. I like those little things. I like those little touches. Is the spoon there for you to, like, do the thing where you press the water out of the bag and then put the tea bag onto the spoon? No, the spoon is a tiny spoon, I think, used just for sugar or for stirring oh. milk, potentially. It's not large enough to, like, press to use. And I don't know if the they like to do a little loose leaf, at least, you know, oh, okay. at those fancy schmancy places I've been hanging out at, you know. <laughs> I, you know you don't know, even I... get me started on a crustless sandwich. My God. It gives me orgasm, practically. <laughs> I would never cut the crusts off my sandwiches myself. But if somebody else is going to c- cut the crusts off, I will. I, I'm there for it. It's like a White Castle burger, those little sandwiches, because it's like everything <laughs> melds into one, you know? It's like... Oh, that's amazing. There's no distinction between, like, the bread and the cream cheese and the whatever. And the have. cream cheese <laughs> and the cucumber that's in there. Oh, oh I love our Hollywood lives. <laughs> I love it. You, here's what's going to happen. I want you to get on a plane and fly to New York. I'm going to get on that same plane. You and I are going to fly yes. to London, and we're going to go have some of those sandwiches. Oh, my God. Can I come, please? Fuck no. No, this is just Timothy and myself. Um, This is our fantasy, Sim. All right. Come on. (laughs) You can't can't just jump into this. (laughs) No, just kidding. It wouldn't be the same without you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, When I was a kid, my mom, if we we didn't go to restaurants very often at all, but on the rare occasion, my mom... um, would uh, I would always instantly just I would just eat the bread. I'm just like the bread, the garlic bread girl. That's a really boring story. And now and then you know you move to LA and people are like no bread. Right. Like no bread. I know. Do you still you still eat garlic bread? Isn't that your favorite? Garlic bread. You love garlic bread. I'm a garlic bread. I like it, If I'm... any of our listeners have any great garlic bread recipes, you know, Go ahead and email me them. Oh my god, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go I'm gonna get like 300 garlic. Bread. I should never have said that. It's gonna be garlic and butter and bread and an oven. I'm gonna go ahead and get this sort of combination of those so- four. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> hey, so Timothy, so you're going on Stephen tomorrow. Um, is it, will it be your first time doing that show? It's my first time doing Colbert. The second time that I've done a late night show, the first time was a few years ago. I went on Letterman before he retired. And oddly, which was of like, of course, like an, uh, like a both in, incredibly intimidating and nerve wracking experience, but also an amazing one. Um, he was the, like the late night person that I watched growing up. And I think a lot of my, humor and a lot of my sort of comedy sensibilities were kind of defined by him. And so that was a really amazing experience, but it was odd thinking because it's the same stage. It's going to be the same uh, dressing room, which oh, I thought that, was weird that I'm yeah. about to go in and have this inc- brand new experience, but it's going to be in the exact same place. So I'm, I, I, I think that that'll help nerves. The fact that like, at least the, the, the physical space will, will, feel familiar. So I'm, I'm hoping that that helps with nerves. Um, Chris just did Stephen, um, uh, just did Stephen listen to my Hollywood speak. Um, <laughs> but, uh, You're holding a piece of garlic bread right yeah. <laughs> with a tiny Drinking little knife. Tea. <laughs> um, but uh, no, he said that Stephen was just the nicest guy and was incredibly like welcoming and um, and he came back with some really nice shampoo and conditioner, which I immediately stole. Wait, 
Chris came back with the the shampoo and conditioner. You know that how some, come from yeah, Steven? sometimes Did you Steven yeah, give him yeah. The, he gave him like uh, some sh- like you you got a, he got a little gift bag. I hope now. What if you don't get shampoo and conditioner though? I'm sorry. Oh yeah. But I mean, set the bar right there. Oh this. no. Sorry. Maybe it was. Oh no. Maybe I I bet you know, I was not supposed to have that shampoo and conditioner. That was not in. No matter what, I'm gonna just so like the next time I see you, even if I don't get the shampoo and conditioner, I just to save face. I'm just gonna be okay. like, I definitely <laughs> you, got that. You and like, you love. I definitely <laughs> was important enough that I got the nice shampoo. Um, and I'm just going to do the thing where I let you give I let you give specifics about it, and then I'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> um, so, did you have like your pre-interview and all that jibbity jam? I did. Can you tell me what a pre-interview? What like what does a producer talk to you about usually? So they kind of formulate the entire bit or the whole conversation with you. It, well, it's very different for each show, show, wouldn't you say, Timothy? I, you know, I, these are my only experiences with it. it. Are those are those two? And so, and Anna, you could probably fill in more. It just seems like it seems like they just kind of ask you to tell some stories, and they get a bunch of different stories about different things. Your family. Uh, work on the show, mm-hmm. work from yeah. like, and has anything funny happened to you recently? And then they like take that to the host and they kind of uh, work it down to the ones that they like and the ones that they think are funny. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The, there's, so before you go on a, a talk show, a segment producer will call you a couple days before and go over like potential story ideas, ask you like about the current project you're working on. They'll sometimes look at your Twitter feed to see if you have any like relevant things there or whatever. And some shows are like Leno used to be incredibly regimented and then some, some shows sort of use it as like a like a jumping off point. Right. Um, and so anyway, it's, it's, it's different for each, for each one. Um, I, I, I'm not great at talk shows at all. I think I turn into a very weird version of myself. Uh, no, I, I agree, Annie. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Really, I'm a freak. You really do turn into a very weird version of yourself. <laughs> I do. You know, I have, I like the free form elements of it. I like things that can kind of go a little bit tangentially whenever I'm, and I don't know necessarily, um, uh, that, uh, Colbert is, is like this, but any, like in any experience that I've had where I kind of have to like really stick to like, here is the funny story that makes me seem like a charming and normal person. I invariably will fuck that up. It's so hard, especially if the host doesn't lead you in very well or in a very awkward way. Like, so, uh, you know, we heard that, uh, you know, you shit your pants on set. (laughs) What was that like? (laughs) And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, one day I yeah I shit my pants exactly. Okay. <laughs> Wait, did that really happen? No, okay. it didn't happen. Jeez, I don't normally shit my pants. <laughs> um, have you ever? I I I'm afraid to say that I may have, but I don't really want to get into it. I'm not I'm not there yet with you, Timothy, and I'm I'm not sure I'm even there with my dear listeners who I feel like I can confess everything to. I I still need some semblance of femininity. <laughs> I had a friend who shit his pants in college and he, it just turned out that he was sick. Like nothing like, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> but the thing was, it was in public. It was at the di- like oh, at God. like student union Oh no! And, and his cover for it. And this is the thing that I actually love about him is that he's one of these people that will not feel, I mean, even this somewhat shameful, somewhat embarrassing moment, he's not going to let that define him. He shat his pants and then immediately screamed, oh, my God, I just shat my pants. Oh, that's amazing. I love this <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> oh, you would absolutely love Like, they just there is just nothing. He does not. He does not care. It was just this is oh, where I am. That is so brilliant, man. I wish I had that kind of confidence. <laughs> ah, I just oh, shit God, my pants. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. Um, so when do you come back here in a few days? And, and are you um, is that are you like doing more press for Veep, which is so fucking great, by the way? There we have like put some some press things sort of. It was all sort of last minute, and so we kind of filled in a bunch of uh, as many press things as we could. Um, but like whenever I come out here, you know, like I, like you know, like with kids, it becomes all of a sudden much harder to travel. 
oh, it's like just for fun. Right, uh, so, I know. And so, um, uh, so when I am able to come out to New York, like we did some exteriors for the show this year, and I came out a couple days early um, to see friends and to see shows, and and you know, just to kind of like, you know, I came up through seeing like it came up through like the indie theater. And so like, I really wanted, like, I really like coming back and seeing indie theater and, and like being a part of like a, a theater culture. Not that, not that LA doesn't have it. It's just different than it is in Chicago or New York. It's just, you know, it's a different animal in Los Angeles. And so, um, uh, so I came out and have been filling in some press things, but have also been kind of leaving the nights open to catch up with friends that I'm not able to see. Uh, as often as I would like. And that's been really nice. That's awesome. Well, New York is so magical, especially this time of year. Um, oh, yeah. And I don't know if you do this or if, like, you've noticed this. Like, I wake up early and stay up late and eat and drink like a 22-year-old. And then three days in, my body wholesale <laughs> rejects that. It's like you are unable to do that. And here you, and like, I will, when I leave New York, I find myself sprinting to the airport only because it means I'll be able to sleep on the plane. Oh, yeah. It's, well, isn't it? Wait, is it the city that never sleeps? Yes. 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 I was thinking, wait, is that Vegas? (laughs) Is there a great song about Vegas? Oh, yeah. Viva Las Vegas. Vegas. Nice. And what about Cheryl Crow's Leaving Las Vegas? Leaving Las Vegas might even be better. Um, was that song written for the movie? Good question. Good question, Nina. I don't know. Look it up? Um, was it actually actually was it even featured in the movie, or did we just put them together because of the titles? Do you know that song? We built this city on rock and roll. Yes. Timothy, you know that song? Oh, I I um, I, I think it was voted the worst rock and roll song of all time. <laughs> Really? However, it is one of my favorites. I love it. Um, I love what, that song. Of, I, it's a great song. I love that song. But apparently, it's it, the city is San Francisco that they're talking about, which is so... Really? That's the rumor that I heard, which is wild to me, because if any city is built on rock and roll, <laughs> it doesn't seem like San Francisco. <laughs> right? It wouldn't be Good my point. first guess. I know. I I know it's an odd one. Like we built the city on rock. No, no, no. Maybe some other ones. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like if somebody was like, oh, that song's about Des Moines, Iowa. I'd be like, oh, that makes sense more so than if they were like, we built like San Francisco. Totally. I know. Because San Francisco. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, I know. But, um, Oh, when you were growing up, what did you have a favorite? Because I remember that the reason why I thought about that song though is because that song when I was it hit me at like probably came out when I was around nine years old, mm-hmm. and it made it had that physical feeling that you only get when you're a kid, or at least up until a certain age, where a song kind of makes you high, like you sort of buzz yeah. off of it. Like you know, ABBA songs used to do that to me when I was younger. Um, I don't know. Did you, do you guys, can you, Sim, Timothy, can you think of a song that like would make you like, <laughs> Jesse's girl. Oh, all right. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. I think like in thinking back to that period of time, like I think about the stuff, like I think about the stuff that my sister, my sister is a few years older than me. And so she kind of got into music in that way that you like it when you're a teenager she i was you know she introduced me to a lot of stuff and like like that's some like music as rebellion like that idea like i watched my sister get that first and of course like we were close enough in age that i didn't personally feel rebellious but i liked seeing rebellion in her so i kind of went along with it and I remember that, like, those songs that, like, this was, like, back when you had to, like, call up the radio station and request a song. Like, Highway to the Danger Zone was, like, a oh, big one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> Kenny Loggins, Top Gun soundtrack. Yeah, like, I don't necessarily remember how it made me feel. I just remember that it was important to hear it. And uh, Fight for Your Right, like, the BC Boys yes. song, Fight for Your Right to Party, like, that was a big one at that in that period of time. But, like... As I've gotten like older and more cynical, like it's harder to find those songs that do that. Mm-hmm. But, I you know, know. But, like, I, it's an age thing. It's the same thing with love. Like love doesn't necessarily give you that that buzzed feeling that yeah. you, you experience in in your 
adolescence and, you know. I just really thought of mine. Sorry. Here I go again by White Snake. All right. Continue. Oh, because you were like, you were like I finding really, I your independence. In, yes, yes. Sims like, I'm breaking out of Long right. Island. <laughs> this shit's too small for me. <laughs> That's my story. Here I go again on my own. I can totally see you with your Walkman on, <laughs> walking down the sidewalk. Sim, <laughs> dinner. <laughs> my old and cynical self thinks about like when I see movies that like at like the center thing is like people falling in love or whatever. Like sometimes I'm watching that, and this is like the old cynical me being like, "That's what this fucking movie's about." Oh, completely. Right. Like, we're it. so forgive. Like, it's a beautiful place to be so forgiving when you're young um, <laughs> of everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. All all movies felt pretty amazing until around the age, I don't know, maybe around 11. That was maybe when I started to get a little more cynical, you know? Yeah. That was when, like, all the adults in my life were starting to disappoint me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) There is a point in, like, in a woman, as a woman is, well, as a girl is becoming a woman, um, around between, like, 11 and 14 when you're walking down the road and you really start to notice people looking at you like people looking at you like looking at your ass like or and checking you out and it really starts to fuck with your head and it starts to permeate and how you look at all men and it's and it's a tough it's a it's a tough you know it's like really the wool is being pulled Pulled, pulled. Wow, <gasps> from your eyes, and uh, and that's a tough. I don't know. That's a tough transition. I don't. I can't imagine there's a guy's equivalent. Not you guys for me. are looking. You guys are doing the looking. Thanks, yes. dicks. <laughs> no, Timothy, Sim, you no, can I really suck don't. it. I think it's important to remember those. Like you know, I think we definitely get caught up in our own experiences, and I think that leads to like this. Certainly leads to like some. Uh, you know, like I grew up in uh, a really small town and that leads to enough sort of like naivete in and of itself. But like then I think it just I think it's important to remind people of things like that where because it's like it was like, oh, my God, like that. You just realize like, holy shit, you've been living with that sort of thing since you were like 11 or 12 or 30. Like that's a long time to have to deal with that a very specific feeling that I've never felt and frankly, have never even come close to. I'm sure that somebody along the line has checked me out. Like, I'm sure that that's happened, but I can't recommend it, but I'm sure it's happened. I checked you out. <laughs> I took a long drink of you. <laughs> um, but listen, so Timothy, we have to run here in a minute, but I do want to tell you, I'm just loving your storyline. I love Jonah Ryan so much. Thanks. It's exciting, you know, what we sort of talked about, you sort of, your character sort of exploring some love interests. I love that world with you, your character, and and you're just so brilliant on the show, and the show is so, it's so fucking great, and... Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. It's a really, it's like a, it's a fucking fantastic job, and... There are I get to work with some really amazing people, and uh, you kind of saw the beginnings of it. There's a woman, uh, an actress um, named uh, Mary Holland, who comes on next week. You kind of saw it a little bit um, in the uh, in the preview. Uh, you get introduced in the like the preview for next week. Um, when does this come out? Next week. Next week. But well, I saw you go on the dates. Yeah. It continues on from there. And uh, so for the people I'm going to give you, there'll be a slight spoiler for you guys, but it'll be old news for the people listening that like Shawnee Tan ends up being um, uh, like a, there might be uh, like the, the embers of a romance there. Oh, awesome. I desperately yeah. want to see Jonah getting laid. <laughs> oh, I bet he's just, I can't even imagine him in bed. Well, I can. I am at my, my image is a little jackrabbity. <laughs> is that true, Timothy? <laughs> is that how you Im- would imagine Jonah as a lover? <laughs> you know, I think ultimately, I think despite all of his flaws, which are be very plentiful, that I do think that he would be a somewhat thing if misguided 
lover. Yes. Yeah, I could see that because, you know, he wants to be included. It's really endearing, you know, when when you, you know, you want to be, you root for him. You you want him, you know, the episode where you guys are in Georgia, um, when you want to hang out with everybody, <laughs> you get just sort of ditched. And um, <laughs> it's very sweet, you know, it's it's and that's a testament to your ability. Um, and thank you. And please, please, if you're ever around and you would be yeah. so kind to, to come, come back. back, we would just love that. I would absolutely love to. I'm, I had such a good time when I was sitting down with you guys in person. And I was so I was so I was happy to be, to have to come to New York to do all this stuff. But I really like doing I really like sitting across from you guys. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah well, we please, love and, we, and I just apologize so much for for this this well uh, the good news is we do have the second part intact we which we're going to play right now we awesome. have the, the advice portion okay, that we cool. have this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's some incredibly awkward segue. Do you know the first line that's been like the first line spoken in the remaining audio? Like, is there a, <laughs> is there a thing where could we could like super awkwardly transition into it? We could awkwardly get into it right now if you want. And just and I can just cut it in. Yeah. What if I was just like, I'll just say something that sounds like it's going to lead into another thought. So I'll be like, you know, like this will be it. like I love it. Uh, you know, okay. Anna, that's a really good point. And the other day, I was just thinking that. And we'll just start it there. Okay, great. Okay, wait, I so love let's it. start yeah, do, it again. Do it, again. Do, do it do one more time, and this Thank time you. we're going to go right, will you right say, to it. Will you say, though, it, that that was a brilliant point? Yeah, oh, yes. No, of course. Okay. Of course. All right. Uh, Anna, that is a brilliant point. And because you bring that up, I was just thinking that... This is cool. Hello? Hey, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi, Megan. You? It's Anna. I know. There's that boring old Sim. No, Sim is incredibly <laughs> kind and sweet. I've been giving him a little shit today but how are you you're in atlanta i am i'm in atlanta yeah what, what part of atlanta I'm are doing you in well. hi this is timothy simons from veep and he's amazing hi mr simons hi how how's it? oh my god mr simons i love you <laughs> sorry i um i am a teacher i'm used to calling people mr and miss you know uh this is I, great already my I wife my wife uh, what grade levels do you teach uh i teach high school i teach um english my wife is a uh, high school teacher out here in LAUSD, so this is going great. Really? Already. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, high school is definitely, you know, it's fun. A lot of people wouldn't revisit it, um, yeah. but I go there every day. So. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think that's your, about me. Was your high school experience damaging like mine was? <laughs> <laughs> no, my high school experience, honestly, it wasn't too bad. I was just like a, like, a nobody, but in like a good way, you know, like I was just, I was just doing my thing, you know, I just kept I my can, head down I can and, relate to and that. That's, had yeah. fun. And I think that there's a, there's an idea that like actors were really loud class clowns, but I feel like for the most part, the actors that I meet were kind of introverts in high school. I was, I was, the, well, I was the class clown, but I was also the one that got picked on. Like I was sort of a, I was a little bit of a punching bag. So I think that was the response to it. But yeah. 
Did you use it as like a coping mechanism? They're like, you're like, oh, like if I make fun of stuff, they can't make fun of me. Do you have like a little young Tim Simons in your (laughs) school right now that you're picturing? Because it's exactly that. (laughs) No, I think I'm just familiar with archetypes. So it's, you know, that seems to be the thing. No, but I mean, I like it's it's fun, though. I, I do feel like when I look at my kids, I can just kind of like see their I don't know, like who they're going to become. And sometimes it's scary, but most of the time it's really great. Oh, that's cool. So it's, it's fun. I feel like I get them in a really tough, tough time. I have juniors, you know, so it's kind of the beginning of the college craze and like all that insanity, but it's a lot of fun. I, I really wish you like were it. my I, teacher. Yeah. She I sounds like a really cool yeah. teacher. I didn't have any like <laughs> young inspirational teachers grow, growing up. Aww. I had, I had like really old. the grizzly old like union <laughs> like, jacks yeah. that were like yeah, do whatever yeah <laughs> do whatever the that wear like the denim dresses that have like the like apple appliques on them like just yeah. do whatever kids like, it's all gonna jumping. it's all gonna be failure <laughs> so megan so megan you saw something recently on tinder tell us what's going on okay so i um i had so a friend of mine um and i we actually had a falling out um, in January, um, and really haven't spoken since then. Um, and I, but in previously in October, I helped coordinate her wedding. Um, I, you know, did a lot of stuff with that. And so I got to know, um, her family, um, her husband's family, um, you know, the kind of the both sides and everything. Um, but anyway, so yeah, in January we had, um, we just kind of got into an argument and I decided, you know what, I just, I don't really need this. And so we're going to part ways. Um, so then earlier this week, um, I was on Tinder and I was swiping and, um, one of the guys that came up, I just like stopped in my tracks. It was her, her husband's brother, Um, so thank God it wasn't her husband, but it's somebody's husband. Um, so her husband's brother, um, was on there and I was just really shocked because his whole side of the family, um, is very religious, um, very like, you know, I mean, he, um, doesn't even drink in front of his parents. Like, I guess his parents don't like alcohol. And so I just would not have thought that he would be on there. Um, he, he is married, um, and he and his wife just had a baby in the end of October, beginning of November. What is this dude thinking? Do you know how long they've been married? They've been married for about four or five years. So like before, Um, so before this, this what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Does he not know that people, uh, like, I, I, I feel like Megan, where you're going is like, should I be the messenger? Right. And, right. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know why he's not taking into consideration that you are probably uh, like one of maybe seven. Right. But like at least there are, are people out there if you're on Tinder that are going to see. I don't know. Sorry, Megan. I right. cut you off. I but. know. Well, no, no. And that's kind of what I mean. When I showed um, uh, a, a couple friends of mine, they were like, is he stupid like you know like there are people like we're in this area you know like they only live I mean they live in Atlanta um you know my friend and her husband live close to Atlanta you know like we're all in the same area and so and it just and part of the reason it really irks me honestly is because they just had a baby and to me I'm like oh so she's good enough to bear your child but she's not good enough to sit with like it just really ticked me off like yeah no there's a lot of reasons that as a woman that this scenario is horrible so what you want to know what you should do right is should you get involved is that where you're coming from here yeah I'm just like I I just I feel so like I feel so betrayed, even though I, of course I'm not even, you know, part of it. But I'm yeah. So like, what do I do? Like, should I tell? I feel like you've got to examine because uh, what I'm hearing in my unqualified, unfairest way is that you're missing your <laughs> you're missing your friend, and I think that um, the entry back into this friendship won't be great with you with this with with this information, you know, if, if you're conveying. Right. So uh, are you missing her? And uh, like, Anna, you're really good at finding the thing. That's not the mm-hmm. thing. You're really, you're good at finding <laughs> yeah. the thing. That's not the thing. Yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah. She's like, I'm picking up my <laughs> But you put like most women if or men, ever, like if you've had a relationship, like a friendship with somebody and there's been a something dramatic that's happened, you miss them. They're on your mind. They're lingering. And this feels like the avenue that you would want, you know, that would be like kind of the most natural, right. neutral, but even though it's not, course of action to take to get back into this person's life. Was the falling out... Like, I don't know if you want to go into too much detail about it, but um, but was it mostly – was she mad at you about something that felt petty and then and you were like, fuck this, you're high maintenance, I don't want you a part of my life anymore? Um, <laughs> she was she was definitely high maintenance, um, but no, I, I, I don't really feel like I miss her. Like, I think about her a lot, but really um, – I, I really feel like our – not being friends is for the best. I, she was, um, one of those people who like, when I was with, I was like, Oh yeah, like she's fine. You know, like it's just her, like she's just, it's just her. It's just how she is. And then what a great thing to say about <laughs> we were good friends. Yeah, she is fine. But women, ha- but this is like speaking. <laughs> is this a thing? Yeah. Okay. Like this is language for sure. Yes. But like, I guess like when I wasn't with her, like I just realized how, like she's very selfish oh, and good. These are the things like you... visibly uncomfortable when the conversation was not centered around her. And I was Oof. just like, I'm a good friend. <laughs> I know my worth as a friend and I was worth more than, you know, how she was treating me. So, okay. So yeah. listen, I think that there's a gen in general of big societal pressure that women that we sort of do to ourselves. And, the, and there's an expectation to be really great friends to people that we might not have all that much in common with. And mm-hmm. um, if if you're feeling better not necessarily being friends with this person, even though it, I understand the guilt like lingering because your friend may need of she needed you if you especially if you're a part of her wedding planning, she needed you and may need you more than you need her um, in, in her life, you know. Um, but so – I think I think that if you want to – there are two separate issues. You know, if you want to be her friend again um, and have her back in your life, then that um, that's wonderful. But don't do it if you are getting feelings of like this person is, is a little bit of a burden because life is only going to get more, way more complicated. Yeah. And you have to shed – it's natural to shed people. And as women, we don't always learn that. But it is like – it's very natural to kind of leave – leave people behind as we grow my my wife had an experience sort of like she lost like sort of a a really good friend in i would say somewhat similar circumstances like the the person that she lost as a friend was somewhat self-destructive and very selfish and always kind of saw things through there and but it was still hard for her i feel like i've also had to be you know i tend to be a little bit more black and white about things my wife would say that i'm incredibly black and white about things that's so good though especially <laughs> in like, this industry i had of... to i i did i've had to sort of like and it's come up and this probably happened at least 10 years ago that they've had a falling out and i have had to even since then and even as recently as like the last year be like what what was it that you were trying to get back? Because the friendship that you lost as it stood was not good. Even then it was sort of a friendship of nostalgia. Exactly. I think you're trying to get back peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, the guy probably thinks he can get away with it because he's in a big city. I mean, if it was in a town of a thousand people and he's on Tinder, then like that's really dumb. But I mean, like, this is really playing with fire. This is is like an aggressive move to get out of the marriage. (laughs) Which, like, you probably you don't want to be in. You're gonna get caught. You're gonna get caught. You're gonna get caught. And you don't want to be anywhere close. Did the picture look like? was it vague? Was it profile of him? Was it... Was um, that baby in the picture? You, do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Or was it like full frontal? Like how... Was that, how just wreck- full dick? Was it full dick? Okay. Oh, one of the pictures that he had on there was oh, actually from pictures. the maternity shoot. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I'm actually... Isn't that the most... Isn't yeah. that such bullshit? Like, I, I mean, that's bullshit, so but you got to admire the gusto. Do you, yes. Like, do I was you, like, you're baldy. You need to call like, this dude no. direct and just. Do you just have like, any relationship with his? Sorry, Tim, I told you. No, 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 it's okay. No. This is kind of a joke, but I almost think you need to call the guy directly and just be like, man, like, I make an anonymous phone call. 
dude, I admire the fact that you were able to pull out one of your mater. You just cr- you did like the the, yeah. the Facebook. Yeah. You did the Instagram crop out of your wife and baby, your wife and pregnant Seriously. belly. You can see like a like a quarter of her arm. <laughs> that is the right. ballsiest like shit. It was- Ridiculous! Is it like the, his oh, the only picture of him in a suit? Like I don't understand. I looked through what his profile said because I was like, well, maybe he's like, did he list himself? You know, as like bored in his marriage, and they're looking for something to like spice it up. I don't know. You know how weird people get on Tinder. No, absolutely. Like, it's yeah, gross. You know, or I mean, whatever you live your life. I mean, yeah, you, you don't but, know. You don't know what um, their circumstances are. Maybe that is something that they both have agreed upon to be cropped out. I'm not like, I know that this no, is about I a mean, 1% chance, but like, maybe. yeah, I mean, I, I don't just, I mean, think... it would be interesting. Like, oh, like drinking in front of mom and dad, definite no, no. But like yeah. threesome on Tinder, for sure. Like, yeah. Tim, will you I don't, ask I don't know. me after having just given birth to your child, if it's cool, if you go on Tinder, <laughs> Just, well, just give it baby? a whirl. How old's the baby? <laughs> what are we defining the, as just? The baby is uh, two two uh, two months, one week. If the baby is two months and one week, <laughs> I feel like that's when you start planting seeds. Yeah, baby. You don't ask you know direct. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get into a threesome at nine months, so you start planting <laughs> seeds at two two months, one week. I do feel like I I, I think Anna has the the right thing in that it's more about the friend like you want to be a, a long way away from the blast radius of that marriage uh and right. yeah and really just I, examine whether or not well, you want to be involved are, with that friend are you at all are you at all do you have a relationship at all with the with this guy's wife um the mother not not a whole lot so um have I they mean, ever propositioned you for a threesome like, <laughs> weekend and stuff um she, but I, okay. So what I was thinking was if I was going to say anything, the way that I was thinking I would go about it is to text like one of my friends who's like, who is in the same friend group that I was a part of with her. Um, and be like, Hey, like, this is a super random question, but like, do you know how are doing? Like, is there anything? Because like, it's possible that in the months that we haven't been talking, shit hit the fan you know i don't um I, and maybe yeah i don't know yeah. but then but then of course that leads to the question like yeah they're fine why would you even ask that yeah it's like, still oh, it's still kidding. all gonna know. like there's no uh, way to do it it's still all gonna come back yeah. to you this is i think this is like really fun gossip that you guys that you can like talk with us about and your co-workers at school yeah. but i i'm not quite sure because it because it is really juicy yeah. this is really great. funny <laughs> But I'm not sure if you can do anything that will not ultimately reflect a little bit poorly on you. Yeah. Because, um, and that sucks. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I had a different answer for you, but it's going to come out. No, you're not I'm, I'm guaranteeing oh, yeah. it's going to come out. So yeah, she doesn't have to do we, anything. Exactly. So we, we want to protect. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like Megan, in, in your best interest in protecting you, um, it'll totally come out. And, um, and you know, it, and it would be different too, if this was, you know, your best friend or, um, but I think, right. The, you know, I but yeah, I do think like even examine whether or not like it's worth getting back into this person's life. Like right. what, what, what did that person really bring into your world and whether right. or not that's being worth it? Right. You know, you're just going to open up something that you may not want to open up, yeah. which is, you know, maybe a friendship that you don't really want. So it's, is there anything to though, if, if she knows this, is there anything to anyone coming back into her circle of friends and saying like, why didn't you say anything you knew? She'll ever get asked that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially, I mean, we don't really talk, so it's not like, I don't know. I think this is one of those ones you watch it, it, you watch it like a, you watch it. You know something everyone else doesn't know and you watch it unravel. Yeah. Yeah. You watch it like a, you watch it like a golden age of television show. Celebrity like breakup or something. Right. I I just grab the popcorn and like let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the third episode of dumb dude on Tinder. You are clinging on to some really, really juicy information, which is a value. I always joke with Sim that, um, like, we do this little bit where I get to tell him that Michael Jackson just died, and he has to pretend like he's never heard that that right. I get to be the deliverer of that <laughs> yeah. big news. It's a big deal to some people. Yeah, it's a, it's huge a big deal. deal to everybody. Yeah. You it's admit a, it. No, it's a big deal to me. It's a big deal to you. It it's, is. No, but what I'm but you know the context of what I'm saying right. is like being able to deliver a juicy 
bit of gossip. And it's even more delicious if it's negative. Right. Sadly, like Brad and Angie broke up or whatever. Like you get to Mm -hmm. have the crown of being the first person to convey information. And I would just, I would, I think it's probably in your best interest to resist maybe that that impulse or that line of thinking a little bit because you you are too close to the matter. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I don't want your friend to have any more reason to fault you or feel pissed at you or whatever is going on with her. It sounds like you're a really good friend. Right. And, um, I mean, you helped plan her wedding. Oh, my God, that's way more than I would ever do. <laughs> yeah. I would never fucking do that shit. Don't ask me to plan your fucking wedding, Sim. I'm not going to. But, Megan, thank <laughs> no, you so okay, much you for... Hear... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you. No, go oh, ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if like, so I planned her wedding. I did her makeup. I coordinated the catering, all this stuff, right? Um, her thank you gift to me was a mug with a bunch of mints in it. What kind of mints? And like those little it. chalky ones that you picked up with the spoon at the outside of a restaurant? Because like honestly, mint, I'm a big fan of those. Like they give out like the Chinese food, you know? Like honestly, the, that those sounds are like a fucking killer gift to me. Hey, well, maybe, you know. No, you're right. She, Hashtag worth it. It sounds like she might, I don't know. Women have really complicated relationships with each other. She, she may be a little jealous of you. Um, or, you know, for whatever reason, she may have a little... If her actions indicate passive aggressiveness, it might be someone to avoid, especially when they're in a new time in their life. Like they're recently married, might not be that happiest. Who knows? Maybe they're on cloud nine. I have no idea. But you know what I'm saying? That it's a a pretty like uneven ground for her right now. So I don't even know if that would be great, a great timing in general. But – uh, yeah, and you know, it sucks to have given more to a friendship than you get in return. It really does. Um, and I've been both players on on you know, I think uh, probably as we all have. Um, but I think it's a good time in your late twenties to to start to examine what people are going to bring to the table in your life and what you can give to them and how you you know enrich yourself in. Enrich. See, listen yeah, to me. I absolutely. could be a high school teacher. I use words like enrich. <laughs> I couldn't. Good I, I could never do what you do, Megan. What's the hardest um, school curriculum book that you have to teach? Like, do your students um, like kick and scream through To Kill a Mockingbird? Or no, we actually didn't do To Kill a Mockingbird this year, which made me sad. But I think it was for the best. But um, probably, probably the Crucible. They really struggle with because of the it's a, it's a play. And so kind of reading the parts is, is it's not their tip, what they've typically read. Um, and I also, my, my students have learning disabilities. So I teach students with, um, special needs. Oh, wow. You are oh, the, you my are God, you are the best person yes. that lives. Megan, you deserve more than a mug you deserve, of mints. You deserve more, you deserve more than the chalky mints, <laughs> yes. even though those are delicious. Megan, thank you yeah, so much. Megan, thank so you. Much. I guess we're, we're in kind of a rush today, but um, thank you. And I could talk to you for hours. I And I so admire what you do. And keep us posted. Let us know when this dude gets found I will. out. Yeah, send me an email as soon as you find out. Oh, my gosh, I will. Yeah. I will. Thank you so much. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thanks. Thank you. Right. You too. You I really want. Bye. Like when, like, whenever you, like, when women are really pregnant so much so that you can see, like, the, like the arm pass, like, through the skin. <laughs> I want that guy to have like, yeah, I want to be able to see like an arm cropped out like in that picture. Yeah. Like so pregnant. Yes. That like the little arm even makes an appearance in that quarter cutoff picture. I get her point. I mean, I know that she can't be, I know we have to call the next person, but I get her point that she, I mean, like I, she can't be the messenger, but truly that person's behavior is confounding. It's ridiculous. So it's I, ridiculous. I, I understand her plight a lot because yeah. it's so baffling. Yeah. Because I don't know. Can you guys rationalize that? Or yeah, not? I can. A little bit. Maybe. Okay. Um, this could be a scenario. And this is because this happened to my uh, my brother-in-law and my sister, Saiba. So we were all drinking and and they were talking about how they missed out on the whole Tinder thing. And then and I said, you know what, Keith, to be fun, let's just see how you do. Why don't you, you know, go on Tinder right now? And my, my sister was sitting right there. And he put up a profile. It takes about 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever. And he started swiping. Um, about two hours later, Saiba, my sister, gets a text from one of her friends saying, 
I saw Holy Keith on shit. Tinder. Holy shit. Whoa. Dude. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I mean, obviously we're all laughing. It's hilarious. But like I said, like I, that's why I was telling her before. It's like, he's going to get caught. I wouldn't. It's going to, he's going to get yeah. caught. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get caught quick yeah. too. My God. Damn. Yeah. Cause that is, yeah. Right. I, we all, right. Unless so it's a joke. Petty. Unless it's a total joke. Yeah. Unless but it's even just for then, fun. it turns out. Yeah. Exactly. Like, People can't... are going to say, someone's going to say something. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we have one more call. While it's dialing, there was a story that I heard one time about revealing big information. I heard this story one time that Carl Lagerfeld has to create designs in Euphoria. And so, hello. Oh, I'll H- tell you hang more on a second, Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jane. It's Sim, Hi. Sim, Anna, and Tim Simons from Veep. How Hi. are How, you? How's it going? Ah, I'm great. It's good to talk to you guys. Nice to talk to Jane, you. Jane, yeah, thank you, thank you so much talking. for hanging out with us yes. tonight. Um, we don't have that much time. I have to apologize for that, first of all. But we are going to help you. Oh, that's okay. So tell us about the situation with your ex-boyfriend. Um, sure. So my ex and I, we broke up last fall. Um, we'd been together for about two and a half years. Um, and for like the nine months um, at the end, it had been long distance. Um, and he lives in D.C. I live in Florida now. Um, I almost, as soon as I broke up with him, I actually ended up meeting somebody else, um, took me totally by surprise. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've moved on like in a big way. I'm very much into my new boyfriend. That's awesome. Um, but I'm supposed to be going to DC this weekend, um, for an unrelated event. And in the months past, um, my ex and I, we'd been friendly. We'd talked a little bit about getting together for coffee or for lunch. Um, and we'd kind of said that if we were ever in the same same area, especially if I was in DC, that, um, that it was kind of like the expectation that we would meet up. Um, but that was before kind of anything had really gotten serious with my new boyfriend. And I'm wondering if it would be weird to reach out to him, if I should kind of let it go, or if I, um, if I should follow through and, and kind of ask him to, to meet up after all. Oh boy. Cause I think this is really, really dangerous. Um, I think that he's clearly, your ex is still clearly very much in love with you and why makes you say that though oh because anytime a guy wants to meet up has any interest in his ex they like guys are simple just like sim has been trying to tell me for a long time but um, (laughs) how would let me ask you this who who broke up with who or was it um, mutual actually if you believe it or not it was actually mutual i know people don't really believe that but um this is about the most mutual breakup you could have i think okay. it just kind of fizzled after a long time of being long distance what are so you're getting things, into a lot of fights and everything what do you, what are the things you miss about him and what do you see out of a reunion in dc here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Like, what would be um, the most ideal out, outcome of a reunion? Just something kind of, um, I don't know, like just a casual kind of say hello, catch up kind of situation. Because um, we never actually... But I mean, I think maybe even continuing on from that, like continuing on from that, like, do you need, do you feel like this is the kind of person that needs to be in your life moving forward? Or would it just be kind of closure for both of you? I would like to remain friends with him because, I mean, we knew each other for a long time. And, I mean, he's a good person, definitely. But um, yeah, lots of good I don't know if, there. if that's a good idea or not. You guys, this is know. this is so cut and dry. Come on. I mean, yeah. Sim, Come on. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think... Seriously. Sim's think coming that, in with a hammer. I think that you have a really kind heart. I, I think that... Um, 
opening this door is, is dangerous. It threatens your current relationship. No matter which way you cut it, it, it does threaten it. Whether or not your current boyfriend is in on it or, like, or like not. Like you're going to have to explain to him why you're getting together and he might think, well, why... I, don't, do I mean, like, want? not that like, you owe him what, whatever it is. Yeah, it's exactly. Going to, you're, yeah. you're not worth going the effort. To, you're yeah. going to be paying <laughs> a, a debt, a small, either a small debt or a large debt to your current boyfriend by by doing this. But so you just have to take that into consideration. It's. I'm not saying don't meet up with him necessarily, but I'm just saying that um, way. You know, and may, who knows? Maybe your mindset is like, I want to break up with my current boyfriend and be back with no, my ex. No, 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 definitely, definitely then, not. Then That's... I think, then I yeah. think, keep that in mind and yeah. really preserve, yes. preserve. And you know, because here's the thing: there's satisfaction in meeting up with your ex because usually, you know, you're looking good or whatever, and and it feels <laughs> really good to get you know the idea of closure which is something that i have i you know i struggle with um because i yeah. don't really believe in it um but i i just think you you have to kind of look at your own motivations really carefully and decide whether or not this is something that you want to even bruise the tiniest bit your current relationship with if this is i will say also this like if this is the first time you're going to be in, in D.C., like there's just it's fraught in that you're going to have to either prep him with the fact that you are seeing somebody else and then that opens that. And like if it was just this past fall, that's what six months, maybe nine months at most. Like it's still reasonably fresh. Like maybe it will maybe the best time to get together is the second time you go to D.C. or the third time. So that really like. I, this is an old like this. Uh, this is an old saying that idea of like the time healing all wounds or whatever. Like a year and a half from now, it's not going to be fraught in any way. Like you guys will both have actually moved on, right? So it won't. You won't need to do any of that. The expectation will be that there would be another guy or that you're single, but this isn't going to lead to anything. Does that make sense? And and I think the practical yeah, no, that's a good point. Advice, Jane, though, too, is to communicate to him, your ex, all of these things, like. You know, I, I want to honor and respect our history and the past that we had. I am curious about you. I will always care about you to some degree. But, I, you know, I – but, I, you know, and, and I'd love to say hello to you, but I want to make sure that we're – I don't know – clear on what is I it love, so lame no it's no, not it's not lame at all really i love that, that you, i love that you have like this sort of velvet touch and this this like this sort of like that, that's like I, I i come at the opposite way almost to like just kind of ghost it like, oh me just too ghost no it's it. so easy for me to say that and i never yeah, like, i just, never fucking do that shit yeah <laughs> i'm like i, I don't do. i lost I my phone from like just like full <laughs> heart like full open heart i think i i would almost go the other way of like eventually have that conversation because yeah, you know yeah, like that's fair enough. maybe that's yep. maybe that's the conversation you have like i know i'm sorry i didn't get in touch yeah. the last time i was here but it was for these reasons when 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 you'll be able to talk about them a little bit easier yeah. and he'll be able to listen to them a little bit easier and, and i you know it this is sort of i don't know it's one of these things because we're all curious we all want to know what our exes are up to yeah. we really do it's you're not like we all go to our ex's instagrams and yeah, when we're like doing like, better we're like, like why Fuck we yeah. go to our fucking reunions yeah. in high school it's like <laughs> we like we all want to we have a strong sense of curiosity yeah. that gets into a, us into a lot of trouble in general so i i yeah i don't know if ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends i don't know if they're worth it that, like, right. yeah, it's also just fine right. if you guys just never talk again. It's fine. It's, it's completely fine. okay, yeah, it's and completely that's what right. you should do. <laughs> it's like I, Anna has this velvet touch, and Sim just comes in with a hammer of like, "It's fine. Don't you don't ever have to talk." <laughs> no, again. that's what I need. I <laughs> I need like a clear like action plan. Yeah, the action or non action plan. Action plan is ghost him. Yeah, I think yeah. action yeah. plan yeah. is ghost like, him. Like a gentle ghost. Mm -hmm. A gentle ghost. A ghost that haunts the house a year and a yeah, half from cause, now. Because you know what? If uh, you guys are meant to be later on down the line, then that's that's the bridge you'll, you'll cross later on down. You know, like, but you guys broke up mutually for a reason. And uh, and so remember that, you know, and and he is probably missing his safety net in you a lot. So he wants he's highly motivated to get back together with you. So don't, you know, just just remember all that stuff. Guys will not request a meeting with their ex out of curiosity or like 
right? Am I right? They're, they want to get back together with... I actually did once request a meeting with an ex like maybe seven or eight months after the fact because I was having trouble with the breakup and I think there was a part of me that really just wanted to... I, I didn't want to have like that meeting happen in an uncontrolled circumstance. I want to know it was going to happen, understand that it might be tough. I had no interest in getting back together with her, but it was really just for like closure on my end. And I, it was fine, but honestly, I could have done, done without it. Like it was fine, but I didn't need it. Eventually, I kind of learned in the moment. I was like, oh, I don't really need to be doing this. So Right, and I, yeah. it comes at a high cost of potentially it does. damaging If you bump into him, like, oh, sorry, I got busy. Uh, but it, like, and also like get coffee. Don't get, don't get together when, with, with drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it no, sounds like your ex too, if he didn't like, if he didn't hang on to you, then, you know, he's like a little milk toasty. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jane, I'm so sorry. We have to go, but uh, I love you. Thank you. I hope that we sort of helped you. Did we help you at all? I hope so. I mean, I think she no, knows definitely. What to do, right? I think I maybe wanted to hear you guys tell me to ghost him because I think that makes it a lot <laughs> okay, easier. Cool. Yeah, no, good. 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 You have at least good. three voices saying it's not as right. it's not as much fun in like the the moment. It's always fun to have these dramatic elements in life that happen, but ultimately for the marathon. It doesn't always work out the best. Um, thank you, Jane. So, thanks, well, thank Jane. you guys. Jane, have thank a great you guys day. so much. I love you all. Love you too. Love you, love you too, Jane. I love it that Bye. she said that she loves us. I'm Aww. a sucker. I'm a sucker for love. <gasps> um, okay. We wrap it up? Yes, we're. Uh, thank you so much, Jane. It's been really fun, here. guys. Thanks. So Veep Sunday nights. Oh yeah, Veep Sunday nights. Ten uh, thirty. But you know, you can probably do you also watch. Hang him. out for a bit. Do you have anything to do? Come I gotta go. I have okay. kids. Well, you know, do you know this guy said to your right, right? You guys are in a, we're in a movie together right. called yeah. Draft Day. It's oh, Terry Crews yeah. just joined us. Um, so I guess wait, is that a tease for the next week? <laughs> exactly. Uh, one week from now, you will hear what happens <laughs> moments after now. <laughs> exactly. With Terry Crews. With Terry Crews. Yeah. Um, yeah. Veep. Yeah. Ten thirty. It's sweary. Everybody's awful. And um, HBO Go. I want, email me. I'll I give you my HBO Go password. To be president for sure. I want Jonah. Like, <laughs> right? No, it has to be because it's it, it, that's the commentary. It's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility sure, with our current one. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like let's elevate the. I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge your character. You're, you're the velvet touch. <laughs> yeah, but All right. let, yeah. Well, All follow right. us on Unqualified on social media. Thank you so much. I have to go urinate. Okay, go urinate. Good night. Bye. 